Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. But in Virginia, I think it's just really important that everybody come out and vote. I'm Nick Ellie. With what caused a five-plus-hour lockdown in an area neighborhood, I'm Christy King. Downgraded from a hurricane, Fiona is still expected to bring major storm damage and flooding to Canada. And Florida is bracing for a tropical depression there. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A tropical storm that caused significant damage to Puerto Rico is now heading for northeastern Canada. Forecaster Bob Robichaux. We see a storm going through the transition from a pure hurricane to a post-tropical storm. We typically see those wind fields expand, so the storm actually gets bigger. Residents of Nova Scotia are preparing for the storm's arrival tomorrow morning. I'm just getting basic uh, stuff that doesn't really have to be cooked. That way the fridge isn't too bad, so I'll load for a week or two, then I'm fine because I have a trailer that I'm staying in too, so hopefully it doesn't get blown away. A tropical depression is heading toward Florida. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says it could be a hurricane when it hits as soon as Tuesday. Not only are you going to be having the wind, which is going to be ferocious, you're going to be having storm surge and a ton of rain. There's going to be several inches to maybe a foot of rain in spots. And some of the models suggest the storm will slow down and hang out over Florida for a while. That will cause a flooding problem. At least 50 people have died during a week of protests in Iran over the death of a young woman in the custody of the morality police. Here's CBS's Ramey Innocencio. Women defiantly taking off their head coverings, breaking Islamic law. Some going further, burning their hijabs in protest, even cutting their hair. These anti-government protests were sparked by the death of 22-year-old Mahsa Amini. Iran's so-called morality police arrested her for wearing an improper hijab and claimed she suffered a heart attack while in detention. Her family believes she was beaten to death. Actress Louise Fletcher has died. Her Oscar-winning performance as the sadistic nurse Ratchet in 1975's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest gave Hollywood one of its greatest villains. Mr. McMurphy. Ah. The meeting is adjourned. All right, just wait a minute, will you? Just one minute. You can bring the subject up again tomorrow. Louise Fletcher was 88. The Dow Jones Industrial Average sank to a 2022 low on Friday, and the S&P 500 fell to close near its 2022 low as recession fears roiled markets around the world. There are mounting signs now that the global economy is weakening just as central banks raise their interest rates. The Dow and the S&P 500 each fell more than 1.5%. NASDAQ down more than one and three quarters percent. Once again, the Dow Jones Industrial Average sinking to a 2022 low on Friday. The Dow and S&P 500 each falling more than one and a half percent. This is CBS News. Oh, hello. 
Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. WTLP at 1203. Good Saturday morning. We've made it through the weekend, everybody. September 24th, 2022. Clear to partly cloudy, colder this overnight early morning. Less windy, though. We're looking at a low in the 50s in parts of the area. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this Saturday together. We begin with campaign 2022 on WTOP Saturday morning. A ruling now from a Maryland judge that changes when some ballots are counted for the midterm. A judge in Montgomery County has approved a request from the Maryland Board of Elections that will allow mail-in ballots be counted as they come in instead of after election day. The board made the request anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in the November election. Judge James Bonifant said mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. The ruling only applies to this upcoming election, and even though the mail-in ballots can be counted early, the results of those ballots will not be publicized until election day. Counting can begin on October 1st. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, supporters of the decision are celebrating. Maryland State Senator Cheryl Kagan spoke outside the courthouse where a judge ruled that elections officials could start counting mail-in ballots before election day. Kagan, who pushed a bill in Annapolis to do just that on why the decision is so important. We are looking at well over a million mail-in ballots anticipated for the November general election. Governor Larry Hogan, who vetoed the bill Kagan sponsored over security concerns, issued a statement saying he welcomed the judge's decision. Without the judge's action, elections officials would have had to wait until two days after November 8th to start counting the mail-in ballots. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. There was no immediate reaction from the campaign for Dan Cox, the Maryland state delegate who filed a motion to block the early mail-in vote count. Cox is running for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. WTOP News Time, 12.05. Across the river in Virginia, voters started casting ballots for the November midterms. I just got up a little extra early and decided that I want to come down here. Here to the Fairfax County Government Center. Frank Anderson was first in line for the start of early in-person voting. The Government Center is a big, wide-open space, and, you know, it's, it's just very accessible to come here and come on in and vote. Virginia voters get a long time to cast a ballot, with early voting starting 45 days before the election. Early voting won't start for another month still in D.C. and Maryland. It's something that I don't take for granted. I think that it's a right that if you have it, you should use it. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 12.06 Saturday morning, turning the page to the latest in health news this morning. The lockdown impacting a portion of Bailey's Crossroads since late Friday morning has since been lifted and initial reports of shots fired from a high-rise turned out to be inaccurate. The shots were not fired from an elevated position and the gunfire that shattered glass outside Starbucks and hit two cars 
was not from a high-powered rifle. And while you still see a heavy police presence in the area, uh, it's just because our investigation continues. Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says of the two cars hit by gunfire here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street. We do have some active leads that we are following up on. We do not have a suspect at this time, um, but we are still combing through a lot of evidence, um, and we're asking for the public's help. In Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. Saturday morning, September 24th, an update on traffic and weather in just one minute. It's 12.07. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP this midnight hour. His presidency used the power of the arts to influence politics, culture, and style. Now, explore this fascinating time in Art and Ideals, President John F. Kennedy. A new permanent interactive exhibit at the Kennedy Center. Step into the stirring words of JFK's speeches. Create a White House dinner guest list. Capture a selfie in the style of a presidential portrait and much more. Open daily with free admission. More at kennedy-center.org. You're with WTOP, Lane. Federal agencies, state governments, and financial institutions trust to verify identity for secure access to their networks. They trust Idemia and its top-ranked biometric solutions, backed by more than 1,500 patents. Best-in-class algorithms from Idemia keep their networks and identities secure. Idemia solutions range from driver's licenses to trusted traveler programs, credit cards, and federal access cards. Privacy and integrity are at the heart of all we do. More at identitywithintegrity.com. It's Saturday morning, September 24th. It's the weekend, everybody, at 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with this Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. I don't know, Dino, if you were sitting on I-66 right now westbound, I don't think you'd agree with that. Honestly, it's a very, very long, slow-moving line through a lot of work zones that we have set up westbound on 66, basically from inside the Beltway to a point near Sudley Road before the lanes finally break free. You're going to be down to a single file basically after Leesburg Pike and then again after Nutley Street and then again after Fairfax County Parkway and then again again after 29 Centerville. If you're thinking about getting from point A to point B in a more expedient manner, consider alternate routes, Route 29, Route 50, Routes 7 and 123, some combination thereof to get you from the Beltway heading toward uh, Manassas and on toward uh, Gainesville. On the subject of Gainesville, the I-66 express lanes, they may have energized those uh, transponders for the new express lanes between 29 Gainesville and 29 Centerville. You will need an easy pass or an easy pass flex to use those lanes. They were supposed to begin the tolling around midnight. Unclear whether they successfully switched those transponders on to start reading those tolls. On but Sudley Road, southbound, the crash activity after Balls Ford Road, crash activity blocking all the southbound lanes, still doing that. That's been on the board for a couple of hours. I don't know whether that hasn't turned into an investigation or not. On the Capitol Beltway, the work is on the inner loop from Route 50 all the way to I-66, and that is going to be a single left lane to get by between exits 50 and 49. And then after, Leesburg, after uh, Georgetown Pike, I should say, exit 44 all the way to the GW Parkway, the right lane is blocked. In Maryland, there is work on 51. Westbound coming off the Bay Bridge from Oceanic Drive and Sandy Point State Park all the way to Baydale Drive, a right lane getting by. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs, and next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. 
Visit FitzMall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend. A very cold start. I'll say cold because it's going to be well below average. Uh, you'll need the jacket to step out the front door in the morning. Highs, though, in the afternoon, upper 60s to low 70s. Looking like a great Saturday afternoon. Sunday, good chance of showers, a couple of thunderstorms. Not a washout of a day. Not everybody gets wet, but just be prepared for it. Look for a high close to 80. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 58 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 58 in Oxon Hill, 55 in Sterling, 56 degrees in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Saturday morning, September 24th. Glad you're with us this early morning here at WTLP. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Political Week in Review next on the WTLP. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 12:11. Welcome in. He is not the president anymore, but he is still in the news a lot. This past week, former President Donald Trump was handed legal setbacks related to his businesses in New York, as well as the trove of classified documents recovered recently by the FBI from his home in Florida. And while Mr. Trump has offered a series of explanations in interviews lately... If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. His lawyers are not apparently willing, though, to argue the sort of statements he's made, like that one on Fox News Channel's Hannity this week. This morning, you're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS with the Political Week in Review. It's in some ways a whirlwind of a week for former President Trump. He had all sorts of legal challenges already, but heading into this week, he really got legal blows. Letitia James's lawsuit against former President Trump and his three eldest children, of course, that being the New, the New York Attorney General, really says that they were inflating real estate assets in order to defraud the state of New York. She's seeking that they be banned from doing business for a certain amount of years. And then you have the DOJ winning you know, on an appeals court saying that, in fact, they can access those classified documents that a lower court judge appointed by President Trump had said that they would be blocked from using. So this really has been a challenging week for former President Trump. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get any easier because the special master that he pushed to get appointed is saying he has till next Friday to prove and present evidence that the FBI, quote, that they planted evidence, which is a claim that former President Trump has been making. So you have the special master also saying what is the evidence that you're going to have. Yamish, world leaders were blasting Russia at the U.N. General Assembly, chief among them President Biden. Uh, can you talk about how President Biden did and, and about this global standoff with Russia? President Biden and really world leaders have said over and over again that they're going to stand by Ukraine. And I think it's in some ways remarkable when you step back and think that everyone thought Ukraine, at least the experts that I talked to, thought Ukraine was going to really lose this war against Russia pretty quickly. And what you've seen is Ukraine not only stand up to Russia, but also in some cases win back villages and territory. And now you have Vladimir Putin dealing with protests in his own country and dealing with people that are not wanting to deal with the drafts that he's put out because he's 
wanting to mobilize something like 300,000 more troops to fight this war. Some experts saying that Vladimir Putin has boxed himself in. When President Biden is really wanting to get on the world stage, you saw him this week, and say Russia is wrong for this, that they are continuously doing something that is illegal. And the White House stance is that Russia needs to really be dealt with here and that they don't want to get into a direct conflict with Russia, but that they also want to make it very clear that Russia has to pay consequences. Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. You've seen those ads where a company covers over your old bathtub and tile walls with a molded plastic tub? Here's a fact that might surprise you. In most cases, Metropolitan can remove your old tub and tile and install a new porcelain-on-steel bathtub with new ceramic tile walls for the same price. So call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at metrobath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it September 24th, 1215 in the morning. Frankie's first midnight hit with us Saturday. There is a new member of the 700 Club in Homer's Albert Pujols. It's number 699 and 700 in the same game. Joins Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth in the 700 Club. Nationals lacked offense yet again. They lose 5-2 at the Miami Marlins. Lane Thomas actually led off the game with a uh, solo homer, but then they didn't get anything until the 8th. Joey Manessis with an RBI double, but that was it offensively. Josiah Gray striking out three over six innings of work. He gave up four earned runs. Nats fall in their opener at the Marlins, 5-2. to two. Birds were winners, knocking off Houston, 6-zip Friday night at Oriole Park at Camden Yard, same two on Saturday. College football, Virginia dug a 16-zip Hole fought back but losing the end. Late field goal by Syracuse, 22-20. Orange off to a 4-0 and start. Back to college football. Big day Saturday for Maryland football as they visit Michigan. 17-point underdogs are the Terps who are trying to go to 4 0 as well. Again, Albert Pujols, career homer number 700. Nats fall to the Marlins. I'm Frank Handran, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 12 16, Saturday morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you on TLP this midnight hour, Maryland judge ruling this week that elections officials can start counting mail-in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results will be revealed until polls are closed on election night. The governor supports the decision. An autopsy shows a black man from Colorado died after he was injected with too much sedative and restrained by police outside of Denver. 23-year-old Elijah McLean died in 2019. Three police officers in the case and two paramedics are facing charges in his death. The original autopsy said the cause of death could not be determined. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now, Saturday morning is 12:17. A local chef is making a name for himself on social media, and he's just getting started. From southern favorites out of Mississippi to specialty dishes out of Seattle, Chef Boyd Brown III grew up in the kitchen. Those Saturday mornings, smelling the sausage cooking, the pots and pans rattling around. His drive to learn kicked in during college. 16 years and 200,000 TikTok followers later, 
His takes on traditional food favorites have been a hit. My recipe ebook that's dropping next week has one of my favorite dishes. It's a oxtail and gruyere sandwich. So what's next? Well, he hopes to eventually open a restaurant here in the DMV and is encouraging others to take a chance on themselves. You have to put in the work. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. And if you love them, you know it's pawpaw season around here. People often ask, how come I don't see this in the grocery store and how come I've never heard of it before? Elisa Lane, the owner of Two Boots Farm in Carroll County. Growing pawpaws commercially is very labor intensive. If the pawpaw comes off the tree too soon, it may never ripen. We go out during pawpaw season every single day and we touch every single pawpaw to see if it's ripe. Once it's picked, there's only a few days before it's ready to be eaten. We would like wait for it to be pretty squishy, just like an avocado would be. She says that's why you see pawpaws at farmers markets, but not supermarkets. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Well, 18 Saturday morning on WTLP. Over to Ian Crawford in the WTLP Traffic Center. We'll start with a little good news coming out of Virginia. Right now, that's kind of hard to come by, but here we go. Southbound Sudley Road. After Balls Ford Road, the crash now cleared. So nice, quiet lanes now south of I-66, each direction on Sudley Road. That is the good news. Now we get to I-66, and it's not good there. In many, many delays through many, many work zones westbound, beginning at about Leesburg Pike, exit 66, and not relenting until after you get past uh, the fair until you get past Sudley Road. Everything westbound is really jammed up right now with at least a left or a right lane getting by. Follow the leader to get around if you must drive this, and if you don't have to, don't, or find another route to get around. Route 7 and Route 123 or Route 29 and Route 50, some combination thereof to get you from the Beltway all the way out as far as Manassas. Eastbounders, you've got work here 29 Centerville with a left lane getting by. And then you've got the work zone before and after exit 57 for Route 15. That should be a right lane to get by. I-66 express lanes between 29 Gainesville and 29 Centerville are open, and they may be charging for them now. They were scheduled to start tolling sometime around midnight or sometime on this Saturday the 24th, and you will need an easy pass or an easy pass flex to negotiate those lanes between 29 Gainesville and 29 in Centerville. On 95, the northbound work before and after Falmouth, the right lane getting by there, and then northbounders after Quantico. Exit 148, or check that before Quantico. Exit 148. It's a right lane blocked by the work. Beltway travel, the inner loop between Route 50 and I-66 down to a left lane to get by. And then after Georgetown Pike, the inner loop loses the right lane all the way to the GW Parkway for work. Maryland, the work zone off the Bay Bridge, westbound on 50, heading toward Annapolis after Sandy Point State Park, all the way to Baydale Drive. That'll be a right lane to get by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. A cool start to the day for sure, and you'll need the jacket stepping out the front door, but you will not need them long. Plenty of sunshine, high temperatures getting back into the upper 60s to low 70s. Still below average, but not bad. Sunday, we'll go back above average, close to 80. A good chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, but not a washout at all. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 58 at Tyson's Corner, 62 Crofton, 58 LaFont Plaza, 56 and Holding in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Saturday morning, September 24th. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it's this check brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. Good morning. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. 
Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. With Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. It's Saturday morning, 1222 on WTOP. Go grab the old popcorn. You know, we're going to the movies. New this weekend, a young couple played by Harry Styles and Florence Pugh move into the perfect 1950s American neighborhood in Don't Worry Darling, but something feels very wrong. Dr. Collins prescribed you a suite of medications which you were clearly not taking. The question is why? He's lying to us. He's lying to all of us. This morning, film critic Christian Toto starts off with a quick summary of the off-screen drama right now associated with this big-screen flick. Shia LaBeouf was going to be the play the character who Harry Styles ended up portraying, and so that casting snafu got a lot of attention. Then the director of the film, Olivia Wilde, was having some issues with her love life. She was married to Jason Sudeikis, and she ended up having a relationship with someone else. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and I think it does the film a disservice in a way, because you really want to focus on what's on the screen. Is it good? And Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart from a couple of years ago. Very sharp, very clever, very interesting. And I was very curious to see what she would do next. And I still think there is that potential in her as a director. But I think this film shows there are some limitations to her approach. It's a story of a couple in 1950s America. They're a picture-perfect couple. Their neighborhood is picture-perfect. Their life is just picture-perfect. Everything is exactly what you'd want it to be. But she's uneasy with what's going on in her life and her marriage and where her husband works at this very advanced company that we don't know much about. Chris Pine is one of the co-stars here. He's playing the leader of that company and he's almost like a mythological figure. He's like a Tony Robbins type. He's not just a boss, but a soothsayer in a way. So all these fascinating elements are coming together, but there are very strong waves of messaging that are happening here. And I don't even want to tease what they are, but a more subtle approach, a more sophisticated approach, it would have really enriched the story. But as it is, it's just too heavy handed. I think you should push aside the gossip, focus on the movie, because even though it's very flawed, there are some intriguing elements here. I wanted to move a little bit to a discussion of the next James Bond, because Daniel Craig, of course, is no longer doing those films. What do we know right now? It sounds like it's pretty early on. They seem to indicate there's no real immediate search for the next James Bond actor, but the people behind the scenes, the family that controls the Bond legacy, says they're looking for an actor who's going to be committing at least a decade to this franchise, which would be obviously multiple films, but they also they're working hard on finding the villain for the next film, which is an interesting choice. You know, you think, let's find the next James Bond, but no, we want to find a villain, a villain character that we can build upon, and then we're going to kind of look towards the best person to play James Bond. And they're also talking about an evolving James Bond, someone who's going to be challenging the status quo to a certain degree he'll still have those essential core elements that make him james bond but you have to change with the times to a certain degree
agree. Let's jump to watch this weekend. Kristen Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. For the time now is 1225. Money News, we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. Here's Steve to wrap your business week. Looking at the numbers from a very turbulent day on Wall Street, the Dow was down 46 and for the week dropped 4%. The S&P 500 was off 64 and for the week. The S&P 500 was down 4.6%. That's the lowest point since June 17th. And the NASDAQ fell 198. And looking ahead to next week on Tuesday, we'll get the numbers for durable goods as well as new home sales. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was